Thanks for joining in for today's episode of The Divorce Doulas. So today is a special episode where Jess chats about the circumstances around her own divorce, and really the idea that while opposites certainly can and do attract, they can also grow larger than life and end up working against each other to create a toxic dynamic within a marriage. So Jess's experience is a lot um, unlike my own. Um, you know, we have, of course, a lot of things in similarity and then there's a lot of differences. Um, but I love how she shares her heart during the process, what led up to it, um, and also really honors the good things about her marriage and her ex-husband, um, as well as shares the struggles. So whether you can relate to her experiences or not, I hope that there's a lot that you can take away from this episode. Enjoy. I'll start this episode with one of my favorite adages from one of my favorite TV doctors. I know he's not a real doctor, but Dr. Phil really does have a lot of very pertinent bits of advice. And I will say that the idea that no matter how flat you make a pancake, it always has two sides absolutely applies to my divorce and everyone else's divorce. Um, so with that said, I'll also tell you that I will never, ever iterate a bad word about my ex-husband in public um, or really anywhere because there, there's no need to. Um, our divorce was one simply of a lack of growth together and two individuals who became very similar in who they were, but weren't able to comport themselves as best they could in a relationship due to you know, the way we grew up and, and who we were. So I don't mean to like, you know, vague pod, but when I break it down for you, if you know me or you don't, I'm a pretty out there person. I'm very passionate about almost everything. I believe that, you know, you should go 1 million percent or don't do it at all. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'll, I'll rest later. So my personality, I will admit, could be really hard to be partnered up with. I can come off as, you know, very aggressive almost. And this is sort of a product of my anxiety. And I think that when I met my ex-husband, we were really young and I was really young and I was in a profession where you got married, you got your house with a picket fence, you had your two children and you know, you built your retirement. I was a teacher. I loved it. I'm always going to be a teacher. And I'll admit that that was a driving force behind my reasons for getting married when I did. I did meet a wonderful man, but I think that you sort of have reasons when you get married for why you're getting married. 
And I really wanted a stable environment, someone who was loyal, kind, um, again, stable. I had come from a home environment that I just wanted something different. And when I decide I want something, I typically go and do whatever it takes to get that thing. So I had decided very early on when I met my ex-husband that this was a thing. We were going to get married. Um, you know, his family was going to be mine. And I sort of just went and ran with it like I do kind of everything in my life. Um, and I will say that <laughs> there were signs along the way that this wasn't a good match. I am a very loud large personality. And my ex-husband is a smaller personality. And there's nothing wrong with that. To be honest, if we both could have been a little bit less of our yin and yang and taken up a little less space for me and him more space, I think that things would have been really different. But I did mention that we met when I was young and I think we both grew a lot. And I think that if you're not willing to do the work, um, not even willing, but ready or even psychologically ready, right? Like there are so many mental things that go along with this and maybe you're just not in a place for that. So we were married and our dynamic I would say just kept growing. So our discrepancies in our personalities kept getting larger and larger. And the gap in those personalities were very apparent in our everyday life, in our struggles, in the way we comported ourselves with each other. And after a while, I think that the respect wasn't there anymore. And for me, that was... I would say the deal breaker. And we're, we're going to talk more about what are the deal breakers, how you know when you should get divorced, um, what were the warning signs and these kinds of things. But for me, it was a lot of things. And I was actually pregnant with my second son with my ex-husband when we went through our divorce. And it started as a separation but then we did subsequently get divorced. What had happened was I was attending my 20 week ultrasound. I believe it was about 20 weeks and my ex-husband was with me and we are best friends and we are family, but oil and water is a good way to describe how we mixed together and it became really problematic because it was starting to show physically in my body. So when I went for that ultrasound, it showed that I was having contractions really early. I wasn't feeling them, but the ultrasound technician did ask me what was going on in my life and what kind of stress I was under. Mind you, I'm not a not stressful person. So it must have been showing physically in me. And she did say something to me about it. And it spawned 
the separation between myself and my ex that led to our divorce. And I do want to talk about how we did that. And it was definitely a different way of doing things. Um, a lot of it was because we were pregnant and there was no way that I was going to have him miss out on the things that he deserved as a father, because he's not a sperm donor. He's the father of my children and, you know, he's my family. So it was really important to me to have this relationship with him, or at least try, um, you know, happy marriages don't end in divorce. So we tried really hard from the beginning. Um, he did move back in for the birth of our child. And this was something that we received counseling for. We had a lot of discussions about, and it's something that I will pot about later. And it was, it was really interesting, but in the end, it turned out to be the best for all of us, including our children. And that to me is what's most important. I had mentioned that since the inception of our relationship, there was a dynamic there. And that dynamic was certainly one of opposites. And I want to start by saying that I do feel that opposites can and do attract and that they can make very successful marriages. I just think that you have to be able to grow together and to make those differences between yourselves smaller at times and to allow each person to be the other role. So what I'm saying is that if one person is always the initiator, then that's not going to work in any successful relationship, regardless of how opposite you are or not. So in my case, we had gone to therapy for years before we even became engaged. So there was an understanding that there were things in our relationship that needed to be addressed. And for us, we went to a lot of therapy and I would say that the therapy was really, really good. Our therapist was super intuitive. She had wonderful suggestions. It's just that therapy is a tool and if you're not willing to utilize it outside the office, then you know, on both ends, it's not going to create impactful change for the relationship. So again, I think it did come down to our opposites being so opposite that we grew into large caricatures of our personalities. And it became uncomfortable to me. It didn't feel right. And I don't want to be that person. Therefore, for my divorce, I would cite disgust with myself and who I had become as much as disappointment 
with who we were not able to become as a couple. So I'm really looking forward to doing an episode that's coming up regarding reasons why people get divorced. And it's rarely one thing. And surprisingly, the majority of the time, people do not like who they've become in that relationship. I speak to a lot of people, clients and friends alike, about how they've gone through their divorces and the process that led them to make that final decision. Sometimes it's a matter of one distinct incident where someone feels they hit rock bottom and sometimes it's a process that happens over many years. My parents got divorced when I was over 30 years old. I would say that that was a process-based divorce whereby they were working through things and trying to remedy their own situation for a few decades before they finally pulled the trigger, we call it. So I think a lot of people have different reasons. For me, I really didn't like who I had become. And at the point where we were in our life, in our parenthood, in our own growth as humans, I felt that it made the most sense for us to separate. And we did do that first prior to getting divorced. My ex-husband and I are best of friends. I do consider him to be my family. We chose to use a mediator when we went through our divorce, even though it was obviously very hard on us as the parties involved, but we felt that we had always been able to work through things, especially logistical things that would behoove our children. You know, we always were on the same page with that. And I'm really lucky to have such a supportive co-parenting partner because he's always concerned with my kids and their mother, right? Because I'm a part of that equation, Um, you know, but us having what we need. And I hope that I can be and remain to him the type of friend that he has been for me. It's not all roses. We've been through a lot and I'm happy to expound on that further. But this episode is about our story and who we are. And I think as a whole, we are a very successfully blended family. And I'm really lucky because my current husband and my ex-husband are really good friends. And it makes my children really, really happy and fulfilled to know that both of their dad figures, their biological father and their stepfather, not only do they love them, but they have love for each other. And that's really important. I also give so much credit to not just my ex-husband, but my current husband as well, because it really speaks to the type of people that they are and what they are willing to do to put our children first. We have four beautiful, beautiful boys together, and people are always astounded by the trips we take together as a family I did divorce my ex-husband, but he's the father of my children. 
and part of our family, and I most certainly didn't divorce that aspect. The fact that my biological child with my current husband spends the night at my ex-husband's house with his brubas should be celebrated, and I find that people can be really judgmental about it. I'm hoping that once I explain to them the reasons behind and how it came to be, that maybe once people understand it, they'll be able to judge it less and, like I said, celebrate it because our children are so much happier and healthier because of this.